This is the Business Growth Hacks Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing. Here's your host, Andrew Brockenbush. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Oh, dude, just doing our thing, podcasting, you know. Yeah, it's a beautiful, what is it, Wednesday? I don't know what day it is. I think it's a Wednesday. <laughs> It's Monday if you're listening to this, right? That's right. It's a Monday. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like it's five o'clock somewhere. It's Monday. It's it's a day somewhere. <laughs> when you're listening to this podcast, John. Yes, sir. I have a question for you. What we got? What is your favorite and least favorite thing about social media? Man, loaded question. My favorite thing has to be the connectivity that is possible. The actual network is possible there. The actual networking. And I think that's the coolest thing about social media to me is that there is a digital place that we can network and it's beneficial for many reasons. My least favorite, although it can be funny, I guess the trolling. Yeah. Because sometimes it can get too far out of hand and you get people that take very, very seriously a joke and it, it gets run way out of proportion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm with you there. Probably my answer is pretty much the same. Um, yeah. My favorite thing is that there's a new type of connectivity to not just our own circle of friends, but beyond that, that we didn't have when we were kids. Yeah. When we were kids, if you wanted to see somebody that lived a state away or whatever, you had to go see that person. Yeah. Or a really expensive phone call. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Collect call or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, Which pros and cons there, right? Like right. the pros are like, oh, it's so cool to see that person whenever I want. Yeah. But to some extent, it also takes away some of the specialness of it does that okay. make sense yes because something when you work harder for something you appreciate a little bit more yeah so the fact that it took more effort to see those friends that were further away there was more i guess it felt like it had more value yeah and, and to some extent i mean we could really kind of go off on a tangent here but oh man because of social media and because of the shitty algorithms that are there yeah people tend to be very divided politically yeah religiously ideology, whatever. Yeah. And the problem in that is when you were little and you got to see somebody across the country that you hadn't seen in a long time, or even just one of your friends, yeah, there wasn't all of this pre-built knowledge of like bullshit. I got what you're saying. Yeah. Like now you might not even care about half the people in your friend circle because you're like, oh, that guy posts this thing and that girl said this You're right. That does happen. We didn't have that when we were younger. No. When we saw somebody, we were just happy to see them. Yeah. And our differences didn't matter to some extent. The only thing we knew about each other was when we talked to each other. You definitely... I remember we had cliques like in high school. Yeah, agreed. That's not saying that that didn't exist. And there were some preconceived notions. I mean, the skaters obviously had skateboards, but I mean, that makes sense. That's not really stereotypes. That's just a fact. Their dude has a skateboard. And really the only thing influencing it though, too, was only the people that you kind of hung out with. Right. And that that's exactly where I was going to. There may be preconceived notions, but it was like about the people. Yeah. You know, and now it may be this class of people has a preconceived notion because of a sect of social media that has said something. You that's know? right. Yeah. And again, it's sad because it's not just people that are feeding this, some of the negative things that come on social media. Some of it is literally coming from the system. Right. Like there's algorithms that are trying to show content that are going to work you up. Right. And get you pissed off. Mm-hmm. That sucks. 
Yeah. Like, I want to see you for the first time in six months and just be happy to see your face. Right. Not mad that we disagree on About something. something. Yeah. That's right. And so to some extent, I feel like we've, we're more connected now than ever and also more apart than ever. I agree. And I, I say it like this, the ability to be connected is there. The depth of those connections has gotten shallower. Super shallow. Because there's so many of them that we can make. And I can assume I already know who you are and what you're about because you're right. I see it on social every day. Yeah. You post your selfies, you, you post, post your videos, you share your opinions. Yeah. And so I've, like you said, I've already formed an opinion about you. Right. Whereas before, we would get together. Yeah. And, and we would talk. I'm forming my opinion now. Then. Yeah. And in most of the cases, because there was not a lot of outside influence, yeah. we just worked it out together well yeah we found common ground and you know there's a few people even now it's like man your social media is pretty dumb but you're cool to hang out with yeah totally agree yeah i got another one for you what's that what is the first social media trend that you ever noticed all right i'm about to date myself here you bring ready? it on i'm born back in the 1900s yeah i hope you don't have the same one as me i've got a good one mine would be seeing social media oh, <laughs> even become a thing true true when i was in high school MySpace was just getting started. I actually got a hat from MySpace when they were first promoting oh, it. <laughs> That's why I even signed up Where'd for it. Where'd you get it. the hat? Battle of the Band show I was playing. Wow, somebody was passing Somebody out. was out there promoting MySpace. Wow. Which really explains a lot on why that whole scene was really into MySpace. That makes sense because, yeah, the music scene was definitely... Man, does that not get on point with today's topic Oh, either? dude, yeah. <laughs> so mine was probably, it's MySpace related. But yeah. Okay, so we have to take a step back. I don't think there was a social platform that was as widely adopted up until MySpace. No, that was the first time that I had ever heard of anything like it. What's social media? And even then, I don't think we referred to it as social media. No, until Facebook came along. And I remember you had to have a university account to be on Facebook That's right. originally. Yeah. MySpace was just MySpace. Yeah. There was it no was, social media work. It was free word. and open to everybody. Facebook was tailored towards college students when it first started. Yep. And so my first social media trend I remember on MySpace was the personalization of MySpace. Yeah. Uh, there was two, into two big things, right? You've got like the top six favorites, like your favorite yep. friends, which that was interesting. So like, right, okay, right that, there. Talk about causing problems. <laughs> it's, I mean, come on. Yeah. I think obviously you're a little bit older than me. So I was still in, I don't know, probably junior high yeah. when, when MySpace was coming out. And so, dude, it was, I think that that was kind of the... It should have been a sign yeah. that things were about to go sideways yeah. because it was the first time ever where you like literally could favorite mm -hmm. your people. And it was just like, I remember how crappy that felt. Like you'd go check your people every day and you'd be yeah. like, oh, I got... I got, got demoted. Moved, yeah. I got moved. And Man, could, I really should have went to that dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. You yeah. could tell when you were about to get broken up with because some other oh, guy. Oh, yeah, because you get, keep moving <laughs> so back. And then the, the best friend got put in number one and you yeah, got put in like, number two or three. And you're um, like, oh, the yeah, something. Yeah. And so that was one. And then the, the actual true customization of MySpace. That's honestly where I kind of got my start with coding. Yeah. Oh, you a know? lot of people did. Yeah. A lot of bands and artists were actually coding their MySpace pages to look <laughs> really badass. Yeah. That's kind of where I got 
started in code was people would actually reach out to me and be like, yeah, my MySpace page is broken and I don't know why. And I, for some reason, just remembered a random conversation we had a long time ago where we were talking <laughs> really? about something like that. Yeah. I remember oh someone God. called you while we were eating at the Hill. Oh my gosh. I would not doubt it. And yeah. I probably had to fix someone's MySpace page. I think so. And I was like, oh, hey, have you ever tried this? Yeah. I remember, I remember <laughs> talking <laughs> ideas and, and so you know what? Funny. I didn't even think about that as our origin story. Yeah, our origin thing, story. But... MySpace. Thanks a lot. What's his name? Tom. Tom. <laughs> he had to be your friend. I deleted him several times. You can't. Exactly. Can't. Bring Tom back. I think I'd rather have Tom as my friend than, than Mark. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's just too funny, man. Yes. So today we're talking about social media trends. The latest social media statistics show that there are 3.78 billion, billion. B- b- billion. <laughs> social media users worldwide. There are 3.78. Oh my goodness. Social media users worldwide in 2021. And this number is only continuing to grow over the next few years. Oh, 100%. Because, yeah. Now, what's crazy is that equates to about 48% of the current world population. Hold on. So, you mean to tell me about half of the world is on social media? Yeah. I think we're halfway there to where we're seeing it grow. (sighs) It's scary. You know, yeah. To break it down a little bit more, eighty-four uh-huh. percent of U.S. adults aged from eighteen to twenty-nine are active social media users. Yeah, for All sure. Right? Now it's, it falls slightly to eighty-one percent for the thirty to forty-nine-year-old range, okay, and seventy-three percent for those aged fifty to sixty-four. And anybody who's sixty-five years and older—that's kind of the fewest They're people just that are following on their media. grandkids on Facebook. Exactly. The latest social media statistics in 2021 show that an average of two hours and 25 minutes are spent per day per person on social media. Wow. I've got a quick challenge for you, John. You have have an iPhone, right? I do not, actually. You do not? Oh, okay. It's okay. It's okay. There's a section on the iPhone. You might have this on your phone, too. I probably have it, too. It's just called something different. It's called something different. On the iPhone, it is called screen time. Oh. And screen time tells me how much time I've spent per day on my phone. Yep. And then it will tell me... On what? Okay. Mine is going to be skewed because sometimes I give my phone to a four-year-old who just leaves <laughs> it on sitting there. Okay. Today, updated as of right now. So, yeah. <laughs> I have been, <laughs> as of right now, I have spent an hour and a half across TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook alone today. So, today I've spent an hour and seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 13 of it was editing the episode for the show, though, or the script. This week alone, I have been on TikTok for over seven hours. That's a lot of time spent on social media, man. I mean, that makes sense on that average. It says an average of two and a half hours a day. That has to be right because looking at both of our averages. Yeah, that's here it I'm, is the first I'm part. I'm pretty of the day. much on, and yet we've both been at work today. Yeah. Which is like I, I feel like I have not played like, on my not, phone today. Did I not do my job? Yeah. Well, you gotta think. Part of this is sad, but you wake up and what the first thing you do? You like, get you on your phone. Grab your phone. You're you right. go to the bathroom, you check your email, mm-hmm. you watch TikTok videos, whatever. Man, so that even there's all kinds of loaded info. Oh, on dude, that. I know social like, the social media conversation is wild because yeah, I know we've talked about it before, and we always pigeonhole it in here, but I felt like, you know, it'd be good to kind of go over social media just in general. But, oh, yeah. But as we're getting into this episode here, even this far, I'm like, wow, how powerful is social media for real? Yeah. Yeah. 73% of marketers believe that their efforts through social media marketing have been, quote unquote, somewhat effective 
or very effective for their business. So they've seen something. Yeah, more than half of the people that are using social media yeah. for business have so, seen something. Yeah. Whether it was very positive growth yeah. or something. So today, wow, we're going to talk about why it is that you're probably ignoring your greatest marketing tool. Yeah. I talk to businesses every single day that understand how important it should be yeah. to be on social media. Oh, yeah. But the problem is most businesses have a hundred excuses why they're not doing it. Time and money are usually the Time and money two. the biggest two, right? Or they feel like they're just not up to the, you know. That's not me. That's not me. I don't have people out I'm there. Too, I'm too old. And it's, well, maybe you're not worried about reaching your existing people on social media. Yeah. Maybe it's all about new market for you and your business. Well, shoot, you, what is the guy that was on our podcast that does TikToks that we just like shocked us? Gerald. Jerry Sanford. Jerry Sanford, yeah, yeah. firefighter. Yeah. That guy's killing it on TikTok. Oh, yeah. And he's probably oh, 70 yeah. years old. At least. And he's going live once or twice a week at minimum. That is I, wild. I think it's more than that. I know for a while there, like every day I was getting something from him. Like he's live right now. Come watch. Well, let's jump into some of the latest social media trends. And I think that as we're talking about Mr. Sanford there, yep. the first one, users love video content. Oh, for sure. I mean, hello, we're on video right now. Video if you guys right didn't now. know, go to YouTube right now, Beefy Marketing. Yeah. You can watch us. We're not as pretty as we sound. Right. But uh, we are <laughs> on YouTube. Users <laughs> love video content. I personally love consuming videos. Oh, yeah. I watch video all day, every day. The cool thing about video is I think it's the most, you know, they say a picture tells a thousand words. Yeah. So what does that mean a video does? Well, it's got words and pictures. That's right. So it tells 10,000 words, It's right? just like, it's got to be just insane how many people like consuming on YouTube. Well, how much more personal is it to, hi, Andrew, my name is John. Please email me back if you like what I'm saying in this video, as opposed to an email that says, hey, cold call, basically. Yeah. It's going to be, even if it's a cold call, it's going to be way more boring as just text content. And it shows way more personality. Right. Because I can't, yes, I can write and show personality that way. Yeah. But it's not as easy as it is to, hey, I'm John, look at me. Exactly. People buy from people, not businesses. You're right about that. And so as a business, I think we have a responsibility to showcase our people. Right. Whether that's you, the owner, or it's your team. Or even if you're showcasing your work and your clients and what they are doing and what they're accomplishing. Yeah. Our social media and our YouTube channel, we've got kind of a mixed amount of content. We've got our right. podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. We've got some tutorials. Um, we've got some plans to put podcast, out some silly, yeah. silly content. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the most part, it's just showcasing our personality. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, what is it as a business that we want to communicate whether it's are we a resource? Right. Are we fun? Are we young? Are we youthful? Are we progressive? Right. Whatever it is that your business wants to convey, video is a great way to do that. Oh, 100%. And the cool thing about videos are, we've talked about this in other episodes, yeah. the repurposing content episode. Right, for different platforms. When you yeah. do videos, there is so much you can do with that video. Oh, yeah. This video we're shooting right now, John mm -hmm. could cut down and take me. Yep. What you guys don't see if you're not watching right now right. is there's a camera on John and there's mm -hmm. a camera on me. John could actually edit just me right now. Yep. Talking. Actually, I could. Okay. <laughs> could, could do it he, right he, there. He could record me. There's you right there. That was me the first time. Hello. <laughs> and, and he could actually those. take that and make short videos for Instagram. Yeah. TikTok. Mm -hmm. And YouTube all 
with one recording. One recording. It didn't require me to sit down three different times and shoot for three different purposes. It's right. one piece of content we were able to repurpose multiple ways. Mm-hmm. People watch videos on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. LinkedIn's yeah. even rolling out a lot of new video features. And you mentioned TikTok earlier. TikTok oh, is TikTok. full. TikTok full is video. the video platform. Right? Yeah, right now. Make sure when you're creating content, don't create it at random though. Take a close look at your audience. We talk about right. we talk about that a lot. A lot because it really matters, man. Yeah, tailor the video content you have to the people that are going to consume your content. To yeah. the types and not just that, but to the types of people you want to attract and you want to right. work with. If I want to work with a bunch of restaurants, then I should be putting out content that reflects that. Right. If I don't want to work with restaurants at all, then I should be mindful of not putting out a content that's right. attracting that. Yeah. It's really important to be very strategic in everything you do. Mm-hmm. But remember, video, if right now, if you can only invest in one thing for your business as it pertains to social media, I'd say yeah. video is the place it's to start. Definitely. Because you don't have to go full out studio like we have here. No, you can literally you can just start pull out with your, your phone. camera phone. Yeah. That's the other thing. Every single person now has a full cinema theater uh-huh. in their pocket. In their pocket. There's video editing apps. Uh-huh. Uh, if you have an iPhone, there's iMovie. There's, I think even Final Cut has like a little sp- yeah. small app version of their products. You've got incredible 4K, some of these cameras, yeah. 6K cameras on, oh, your, yeah. on your phone. Oh, yeah. The brand new iPhone has got a cinema mode. Yes. And I played with it the other day on someone's phone and it is phenomenal. Really? You can pull focus and unfocus someone in the background. You See, can I'm thinking about tracking. coming back to Apple because Dude, of that phone. That right phone. <laughs> I'm mad that I upgraded early because the oh, cinema aspects. because you just got the other one. I did, like yeah. a dummy, bro. It's okay. I bought the new MacBook at the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah, see, we're back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're both on the same page. Yeah. Video is a great place to start. Again, you're going to get the most miles from that content. You can put it on multiple platforms when shooting one type of item. Yeah. And TikTok's a great place to start. Oh, for sure. And I think that leads us right to the next one. I, I think it does because Tik- TikTok. TikTok to the top. TikTok to the top. Video has obviously been around for a while. Uh-huh. In fact, YouTube actually came out back in 2005. I was going to say, I remember with my MySpace hat going to this also new website called YouTube. Ah, dude, imagine if we would have just had the forethought to just like own it on YouTube. Had I thought there was a way to make money off of the stupidity that was coming out of YouTube. I was making videos. Oh, so was I. I had my Sony, I don't remember what it was called, like a Sony Handycam. I had cam. a Nikon Coolpix. Sony uh, Candy yeah. Cam was a good one. I have one of those too. We were shooting on those little DVE tapes or something. I can't remember what they're called. There was the Hi8 and then there was the DV. Okay, yeah, yeah, DV. Mini DV. Mini DV, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what it had. Mm-hmm. And I was shoot, so I was shooting videos. I thought it was fun. It was cool yeah. to make like skits. And mm-hmm. I think it was about the same time that like Jackass had been like a uh-huh. really popular show. Oh, yeah. So people our age so thought it was cool to just do that, that kind of stuff. That handheld, you know, low quality style was acceptable as professional, so to speak. And skateboarding videos were taken off as well in the same vein. Yeah, I'd say over the last few years, the social media platforms that were really kind of leading the pack were mm-hmm. Instagram, which was photo heavy. Yep. Facebook kind of coming in second, being more of like for the quote unquote older crowd. I say it's mixed media. It's though. mixed media, yeah. right? And then TikTok kind of came out of nowhere. Yep. And they're taking over. Well, and there was also a hole that they were kind of filling. People were missing Vine. Yeah, that's right. And there was a need to fulfill that. And man, I wish I'd had the fourth out right. there and started I wish my I had own the version. Money to do that, right? I would call it a grape. I don't even yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, hey, there are nearly seven hundred million people yeah. who are using TikTok every month. Oh yeah, that's a that's that's just wild. 
I, you know, I recently downloaded it and I see why it's so popular because it's really easy to get lost too. Yeah. Because these short little video clips and it's also really good ways to showcase small bits of information. Oh, exactly. The important parts, you know. And there's so many trends within side of TikTok. That can get people into your channel. That's right. It's funny because yeah. we talk about social media trends and we're talking about like, you know, how video and TikTok and other yeah. items that we're going to get into. But within each of these things, there yeah. are trends, you know. Exactly. Right yeah. now in TikTok... A lot of the trends are dance related and oh, yeah. music related. That's really popular. But more than just creating content for TikTok, mm -hmm. your audience is likely on the platform engaging in one way or another. Right. It's even a great place to advertise your business. Yeah. Maybe you're telling me, hey, Andrew, I know TikTok's cool. I'm a TikToker myself, but I don't like to create content. I don't know where right. to start. If you've got a product that you think would reach someone on the platform yeah. with over 700 million people using it, yeah. you're bound to reach your audience. Yeah. And the style of ads you've seen on there is just this organic, it's not like an advertisement. It's like you and I sitting here saying, hey, Andrew, have you tried water? Yeah. Have you tried drinking like, water? Yeah, dude. Do you know how I felt after I drank water? Like, oh, and speaking of, I think I want some as well, but yeah. Water break. It's, it's just crazy how... Everything that TikTok is doing is so on point with every trend. And TikTok's fun too because it's a wide variety of age groups. Yes. You know, there's been some social platforms that have taken off within a special or a certain age range. You're right. And I, I think that's almost kind of how it tiered and everything kind of rolling out. But now we're kind of getting into the point where social media is a thing. Yeah. And, and people kind of know what they're getting into. I think it just goes to show again, back to the top there how important video is. Oh, yeah. People like video. People like video. That's and why YouTube and TikTok are two of the most visited websites yeah. on the internet. And I think user-created content, people love that too. We love movies. We like these Hollywood scenes. But we really like home movies even more. Yep. I firmly believe that. It goes back to authenticity. Mm -hmm. It feels real. Yep. And that's what that's what's so cool about the ads, like you said, on TikTok. They just, as I'm scrolling, there's several times that I will stop and watch an ad. And not realize it's an ad until I hear the marketing buzzword. And then I'm like, oh, wait, what? But I have come across multiple products on TikTok that I've actually either put, like saved as a favorite or shared oh, with yeah. a friend that I'm like, holy crap, like I didn't know this thing existed. I know. So TikTok made me buy it. <laughs> TikTok is a great place. Yeah. Back to another, hey, here's another video one. Another trend right now. Going live. Going live. Live mm -hmm. stream content. Yeah. And you can do this across every social platform as well. And this really took off during COVID. It had to because, I mean, other than stopping all these events that happen yearly, monthly, whatever, live streaming was one of the only ways that some of these things could continue. Yeah. You know? It's so funny how we gravitate back to that personal connection. Oh, yeah. People- That's what we want most, I we think. We want to be, and I think that, again, I'm going to like keep saying over and over again. But Go for it. That's why video is so damn cool. Yeah. Is that it's one thing to see a photo of someone that is in your circle or you know, and it's one thing to see a post that they wrote, mm -hmm. but it's a totally different thing to see a 30-second video from that person. Right. Because you feel like you're with them and they're you well, know, kind of in the room. Like, yeah, I can read this whole very detailed with, you know, great alliteration and use of adjectives and all of this, and it could tell me time, date, and all of that. But what you don't get is that influx in the voice when you hear someone be more excited. Yes, through punctuation, you can kind of do that. But it's going to be that person's interpretation of that, not how you exactly did it, if yeah, that makes sense. for sure. And I think the original appeal of like live streamed content was that it, it was only temporary. 
Yeah. Like, I think people thought during the pandemic that, okay, we have to do this because the world shut down and this is the Mm -hmm. best way to communicate right now. And I think that the pandemic obviously made sure we knew about platforms like Zoom. Right. And I think at the end of the day, people became more comfortable with consuming content in that way. You're right. Yeah. And so when that happens, now you got to jump on the bandwagon. Now it's a thing. It's a thing now. People are comfortable. I remember we were living in the RV Mm -hmm. mid-pandemic. One of the trade shows I go to every year, it was like a promotional product show. Yeah. They actually did a virtual trade show. Okay. Yeah. It was actually the coolest thing. Yeah. The software that they used was so, so impressive. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew the name. I'll try to find it and maybe we can add it to the show notes. Okay, but yeah. it was the coolest software because there was like a legitimate like lobby. Right. And you could like click actually on the go. names of people that were in the presenters hall and in mm-hmm. the speakers room. And then if you clicked into that room, right, there was a person like me or you yeah, talking about Whatever it whatever is that my company topic. sold. Yeah. Right? Like, hey, well, blah, blah, talk about whatever. Yeah. And then there was like a chat box. And then what was cool, okay, when you go to a true trade show, mm-hmm. you're competing for attention a lot. Yes. Right? But when I go into that virtual trade show, I went exactly where I knew I wanted to go. Right. Without all the other distractions. Well, uh, also the not having to physically walk everywhere yeah. could streamline some. And, you know, I didn't have to deal with a crowd of 80 people all wanting to learn about this product and several of them yeah. just being, you know, tire kickers. Yeah. I walked into the room. I quickly evaluated whether mm-hmm. that, was, that was something I cared about, I guess. Right. Yeah. And if I was, I was able to chat right there with somebody from their sales team. Yeah. And if not... I left. Move on, yeah. Right? It was quick. The other cool thing is there's something called, I'm trying to think of the word that they use, whenever you pretend to be live. Oh. There's a word for that that has lost my brain. Ah, yeah. It's okay. Essentially, what you do is you pre-recorded. Yeah. It's not the the term. You know there's a term there. There's a term, an actual term. You record the video. You upload it. Right. And when everyone comes into the room, it says live and it looks and feels like it's live. Right. But it's truly not. It's not. The value of that is if I go to a trade show, let's say that there's three representatives from that company. Yeah. And one of them's talking to somebody, the other guy's talking to somebody, and the third guy is like giving the the spill of what they do. Well, I can't talk to anyone. Mm -hmm. So what happens now in this virtual kind of trade show is that live has kind of already been recorded and it's just playing and I'm Mm -hmm. learning about the product. But and now you can... All three of those people are freed up to answer questions in the chat box. Yeah, that's... So now I get way more personal attention about what it is that I'm trying right. to learn about. So it was actually really cool. The live streaming content, we've been doing a lot of it, actually. Yeah. We did some weddings. Mm-hmm. We've done... We did a few just regular meeting yeah, type things. Yeah. And then just yesterday... One we did was a... like a quarterly... Yeah, yeah, quarterly meeting. Yesterday, we did a really cool one, actually. It was a actually a brilliant idea that they do here in our community and... Mm-hmm. It's freaking awesome. Basically, what they do is the local chamber of commerce works with a member, chamber of commerce member nonprofits. Right. And they, like each of these nonprofits is responsible for putting together essentially like an auction item. Right. They can get that auction item however they want. They can buy it themselves or they can okay. get some of their sponsors or donors to donate just an gotta item. But they have to come up with whatever their with item's going to be. And then what happens is on this live stream, mm-hmm. each nonprofit gets their item auctioned off on Facebook Live. Okay. And so people are bidding in real time. Right. Every item and every nonprofit has five minutes mm-hmm. while the item is being kind of showcased on the camera. And right, yeah. They're showing what the product is. 
in the meantime, the kind of hosts, if you will, they're talking about the nonprofit. Right. Here's what they do. Here's how they support the community. Here's right. here's how they need help. Here's how they need support. That's cool. So it's really cool because it's not only giving them a platform for people to know more about them as a nonprofit organization, it's also raising money for them at the end of the year. Right. We were actually invited out to handle all the live streaming for this year's event. It's called the Tomball Tidings. I think they raised probably, I don't know, I'd say over six, $7,000, I'd imagine. Pretty incredible. And yeah. each of these nonprofits, and that's the other cool thing is like, I love a good nonprofit fundraiser, but typically yeah. when you go to one, you're supporting one nonprofit. Yeah. It's fine. But how cool is it to go to an event where you get to support- All of them in the area. All of them at the same time. Yeah, that and, is pretty And cool. learn about them all. So there's a lot of ways you can use live streaming, whether yeah. one of the things we talked about doing for our company is kind mm -hmm. of a quarterly town hall. Right, yeah. Where we're going to kind of just go live once a quarter and say, this is what we yep. accomplished this quarter. Yep. This is what we did. These are the things that we're going to do next quarter. Right. Here are some of our projects that we did. Here's some of the funny moments that happened in the last few months. Right, yeah. So we just want to have this kind of quarterly town hall that we plan on doing. And so I'm excited about doing that. But live streaming content is a great way to just get in front of your people and you don't have to be there in person. Oh, you sure. can save a lot of money if you don't have to actually show up and build right. a booth and all that other well, stuff, right? If all you have to do is, you know, sit there and go live and talk. It's like, talk, okay, that's it, easy. It really cuts out the setup yeah. aspect. And all the expenses that are associated to that. Yeah, exactly. Another big trend right now is a VR marketing, which I think right. is kind of what I was just I talking I would say about. you were kind of getting into that with some of these, you know, pre-recorded live yeah. shows. Yeah, that stupid word. I'm trying to think of it. I even Googled a couple things. Huh? Yeah, dang it. It's lost. Uh, it's gone. It's okay. VR marketing, if you guys don't know what that is, virtual reality started off as kind of like this niche hobby for a lot of gamers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you've gotten some items that have come out over the last few years, like Facebook, who's mm -hmm. released, I think it's called the Oculus. I don't know if that, there is, is that something theirs? called the Oculus. Or is that a different product? I don't okay. know if it's theirs or not. I don't know. It might be. I just bought one. But, but oh, oh, did crap. you? Uh, he don't listen to the podcast. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> VR is really cool because you get virtual reality. Like it looks like real life. If you, Most of you guys should know what VR is. If you don't, look it up because it's yeah. really freaking cool. But same thing. You can do like VR trade shows mm -hmm. where you put those little goggles on. Exactly. And you could truly, quote unquote, walk around the yeah. trade room. So one of the things that I saw that was really cool with VR was an oil field thing. And the safety supervisor could walk through the rig Ooh. at the office. That's pretty freaking Without cool. having to go down to Corpus to the shipyard. And then obviously goes through and does a final walkthrough. But it saves a couple of those trips down there to be able to walk through. Or to just pull up the engineering plans in virtual reality where they can look at them. And they can say things like, oh, that pipe's not going to work there. We're going to have to move that electrical outlet yeah. Stuff like that. They can see problems in virtual before they ever build it and come yeah. into thousands, millions of dollars of problems. Yeah, there's so many benefits to VR. Yeah. People, I don't think people really know just how immersive the experience is. I think can a be. lot of the general public knows about the gaming side of VR. Yeah, that's right. But not practical applications. For example, I think you could show a customer how a product is made with VR. VR oh, yeah. VR is just video, yeah. but way better. Way more immersive. Right. It's just immersed video. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So imagine you put these goggles on and all of a sudden you feel like you're walking through mm -hmm. a factory. Yeah. Or a trade yeah. show. Or, I mean, there's so many applications. if you got a coffee company, you're in the coffee fields of Columbia or something. Imagine, you know? okay, yeah. imagine this. I don't know if this exists, but imagine right. this. Let's imagine. I want to buy a new car. All right. I do not want to go down to the dealership. 
Okay. Imagine if I could just throw my Oculus on and, and walk through the parking lot of that dealership. And then open up doors. Open and... up doors, look inside the cars. Well, for the dealership, what that would do is by the time I get there, I know what I'm re- I'm ready to buy. Yeah. Your can, salesman I've don't have it. to do nothing. I've seen it already. Yeah. You don't have to unlock the doors and mm-hmm. all this nonsense 50 I, times. I want the blue one. Can I know. fill out the I've paperwork? Seen it. I know I like the tram. Yeah. I know. It's like you go, I mean, I know this is true about myself when I've shopped for cars in the past. Like mm-hmm. you hop on, you look at six and seven photos and you're like, I really want to see what the back bumper looks all like. Right. I want to see how, That's much, great. Yeah. how much back seat room is there. Yeah. I want to see that. You know. I agree. I kind of use the photos to be like, I absolutely hate it or I need to go look at it and see how big it is. Yeah. Yeah. A VR can even be as simple as something like a 3D virtual walkthrough of an office. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just a little tour of right? your office. Yeah. There's a lot of companies that do that. That's something we can help out with. But, you know, if you're not local to Tomball, Texas, right. find a company locally that does those little Google 360 tours because they're really cool. What it allows mm-hmm. is someone to go on your website and literally walk through your walk office. Through it, yeah. See the podcast studio, mm-hmm. see the conference room. That stuff is really, really cool. And it's honestly a great thing to add to your Google My Business listing to get more right. discovery, more reach. Well, the more stuff you get out there for people to look at, the longer that they're going to sit there looking at it. Yep. Another great yep. one is AR marketing. Oh, yeah. Which is just augmented reality. Yep. And so basically, if you don't know what that one is, that's more about bringing something into so it's kind of the opposite of, so virtual reality is I'm putting goggles on and I'm seeing this thing that isn't there. Yeah. Augmented reality, I'm taking a camera feed of something that is there, but superimposing something that is not. That's right. The biggest example I have is my son loves this Mandalorian experience app uh-huh. and we can put baby Yoda, yeah, Grogu, cool. whatever you want to call him. Yeah. We can put him or the Mando wherever we want throughout the house. In fact, I got pictures of me cooking dinner next to Mando, just yeah. you know, chilling next to me and stuff like Another that. Another great example of that would be Amazon. Amazon's doing a lot of this right now where you can actually, if you pull up a product on mm-hmm. your phone- you can actually you can place see what it, it looks in the like room. in the room. Yeah, um, a lot of the big furniture stores are doing the same thing. Like, yeah. do you want to see what this couch is going to look like in proportion to your living room? Right. Yeah. Or even just de- decor wise, is it going to match? Yeah. Try it out. There's a lot of silly ones too. Like you'll probably most people will know AR as filters on Instagram, right. and Snapchat, Facebook. And TikTok, like those tattoos and, Mm -hmm. you know, like a explosion happening. The dragon face is one that's funny. And a lot of the AR is really cool because it's actually starting to use facial recognition. It is. And it it can actually do things. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. All about your story. Everything that we've talked about so far is all about. How to tell your story. Yeah. And then there is an actual thing on Instagram, Instagram stories. Stories. That's right. And it's almost a little bit of a trying to be TikTok. Yeah, it's a little bit. But it is still its own thing. Yeah, it is kind of. Kind of. It's the same thing. It's... But not. Yeah. (laughs) They they invented reels and that's the exact same thing. So stories is still a little different. But I think think Instagram has got something to figure out over there that'll... Yeah, exactly. Really kind of... They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out and and merge them together, I think. Stories are really cool though because it's always at the top of your Instagram That's what I was going to say, yeah. Right? So if you're on Instagram, honestly, like I've gotten to the point now where I might not always scroll vertically right. on Instagram, Mm-mm. I tend to swipe. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because, you know, I hit that one and because that's going to be your freshest, newest content. That's right. going to be that story. You're and right. it just moves to the next and the next and the next. And then it's been 10 minutes and oh crap, it's I need to do something else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So stories pop up at the top of the app. Yep. They offer great marketing opportunities for your business, such as swipe to click a link. The quizzes and the polls and stuff. Oh like yeah. That. Like that stuff's really good. We talked about that, I think on one of our other episodes, how you yeah. can use the polls feature in Instagram yeah. stories to mm-hmm. ask your customers do market what they're 
research. Or, yeah. You can also even live stream content straight in the Instagram yes, stories. Yes, you can. Component of Instagram. Mm-hmm. Stories, Instagram stories, kind of takes all of the best social media t- tools for customer engagement, and they've rolled them kind of all into one feature of Instagram. Yeah. This is kind of a good statistic. The number of daily active Instagram story users has increased from 150 million in 2017 to 500 million in 2019. And I'd imagine that number is growing even more. I would imagine it's still growing. Because that was prior to the pandemic. So Right. Yeah, that's January 2019. That's That's pandemic kicking off. Yeah, that's massive. I would almost bet that might have doubled. Yeah. Yeah. How much was this? This is a... 500% 500% growth almost. Yeah. In two years. Yeah. I'd imagine it's done the same thing. I'd imagine. Of course, there's also TikTok and other things that popped sure. up. To, kind of, yeah, because TikTok really blew could, up in And that could affect those time. numbers. But if you're not using Instagram stories, why should you? That's why I put that whole quote in there, that whole stat in there, is to see how fast it grew. And, That's right. And how fast it, it has to still be growing. Yeah, and the fact that like... When you first saw the feature roll out, again, that's why Instagram favors people that use the new features. Right. They know it's going to be successful. Right. Right? They wouldn't have launched it if they didn't. Another thing on their part is if I want something to be successful, shouldn't I push that? That's right. If all I do is push that, it's going to be successful. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so the businesses that hop on early on, when that number is 150 million. They see the most marginal success. Because what's happening is Instagram is always putting theirs up top. Yep. Because it benefits them. It benefits Instagram. They'll use them as advertising. That's right. For the stories. Right. It's like they want you seeing it. And so they're going to put yours up top. So it's like Mm -hmm. when you see these new features roll out on any social platform. Try it at least. Yeah. Hop on board because it's likely going to help your your page grow. Yeah. Even if you think it's silly. Is it silly to have sales at the end of the day regardless now john do you think the future is audio over video you know this is a big uh, dilemma oh, here yes it is because on one hand nah yeah nah on the other hand podcasts i know things of this nature possible maybe <laughs> but know? look at us Podcasts, yeah. is, we've got a huge audience on podcasts. Right. And maybe a little less on our and video side, but we're still video. doing the video. Yeah. It's one of those things that it's like, if you're doing one, just do the other. It didn't take us anything to throw up two cameras and press record when we started talking. Right. Because we're going to do this podcast regardless. Yeah. So why not film it? Get the most out of it. We've mm-hmm. talked about that before. Yep. It all kind of started with that Clubhouse app. Yes. It was invite only. Oh, yeah. It kind of was like this audio chat room kind of app. Right. It's kind of like a modern group phone call type thing. Mm-hmm. But companies are not really leveraging this as much as I think they should be. I know, because we have other solutions to group chat. I feel like maybe they're not giving it as much attention as they could, but yeah. there are some very powerful benefits. Oh, yeah. To I mean, I've made some like crazy and... relationships on Clubhouse. Yeah. People like to talk. Oh, yeah. Some people like to talk just to hear themselves I was talk. Saying, some people like to hear themselves talk. But that's the beauty of Clubhouse. Yeah. If you're the type of person that wants to, where I found it to be beneficial is I, I love my YouTube videos and I tend to watch those when I have more time. I can sit down or whatever. Right. Podcasts and Clubhouse is content that I can passively listen to. Right. Yeah. That's exactly where I'm coming from. Honestly, the, what's great about that, you have more passive time, I think, in a day. Yep. Then is it passive? That's the right word, yeah, right? Yeah. Passive instead of active. Active. I think you have way more passive time in the day, the average person. Yeah. Than active time. I'm right. so busy working. I can, yeah. I can't also watch a video. No, but I can have podcasts on all day long. All day in the long. Background, and I usually do. So audio could. could That's where I'm like, I say no because video is what it is. 
But at the same point in time, maybe. I'd be interested. I'm sure we could find these numbers, but probably not on the fly here. But I'd yeah. be interested to know how many hours of audio are consumed every month. And video. Versus video hours. And see, now that gets even into different areas because you also have people streaming in like stores and stuff that's like right. that. And so there's music that's being heard by people. That's right. But they may or may not be so, aware of it. Yeah. Audio is, I think audio has probably I, already got a foothold that people just don't realize I think, it's happening. Yeah. You get in your car, your radio's on. Mm -hmm. You go into a business and there's audio playing on the speakers. Yeah. I will say the future is audio. Is it, The future is now. Audio is now. That's right. That's what I would say. I don't know that it will replace video, but what I could see happening is less and less text. Yeah. More audio, more video. I agree. I agree mm -hmm. about that. You also need to embrace social commerce. Obviously, the basic kind of principle of digital marketing is to sell your products, your services yeah. online. And the good news is that there are a lot of social commerce features that are rolling out. Every day. Actually, I just got a notification, it was either this morning or yesterday morning, so, that Instagram just yeah. rolled out this Instagram live buying. Yep. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. I did. I got an email I this morning. I could not tell you what all it does. No, I haven't read the email yet. But I watched the, the little video commercial and it seemed very cool. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Like right now... You know that if you go live with that, Instagram wants everyone There's using it. So there. Instagram's going mm -hmm. to push it out. Uh, especially this time of year. Right. I mean, they so should have pushed it out a couple of weeks ago. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. They're a little hey. late. But hey. But, but I think it's, it's a great way for you to incorporate two of the things we're now talking about. Right. Live streaming mm -hmm. and social selling, social commerce. Right. Yeah. Embrace those features. Yeah. Facebook's got virtual shops you can set up with I mean, integrations like Shopify. The other aspect of that is people love a live auction, man. Oh, you ever yeah. been to an auction? Ex oh, people yeah. That's just like it. I did yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Duh. It's like, Duh. Well, that was kind of a rhetorical question. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. I knew you had been to an auction. <laughs> Duh. We just talked about this eight yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. Social commerce. I mean, come on. Like everything we're talking about in yeah. this podcast is about growing your business. Uh-huh. Growing your business means selling more shit. And you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but we talked about reasons not to start a business. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we were talking about is just because other people say it's a good idea. We were saying to do market research. Yeah. Well, a good way to start a store of any kind would be in one of these social platforms exactly. that doesn't cost you, you to list to items. Brick and mortar building. And you don't all have to pay inventory. for the e-commerce on the website. There's, They already have built-in e-commerce functions within them. You don't have to pay to go do that. Now, you want to start doing more money and not pay for transactions, stuff like that. We can talk e-commerce. But yeah, I think it's a great way to get started. And that's kind of why... I put that in there, embracing social media, because yeah, I really feel like it's a great place to get started. And there's free stores and there's places where people are going to spend money. It also creates a seamless buying experience. Everyone's on social already. Well, because, yeah, I can get without even getting off the page. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if I'm on social media and I see something that I think looks cool, I don't want to have to go figure out later on where to buy that thing. Right. I want to see it and be like, that's cool, and then impulse buy it. Right, exactly. That's when I should make my worst purchasing decisions when I impulse buy. Right, I love to impulse buy. Another platform I don't think a lot of businesses talk about, people talk about in general, is Reddit. Mm -mm. I don't think you can ignore Reddit. Reddit is- You really can't. They're called the front page of the internet, right? Yeah. It's important that you guys don't ignore that. Reddit has more than 77 million more active users each month than Twitter. Wow. So that's what, like 430 million people? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's- 
just crazy. So it's I, like everyone's like, well, there's so many people that use Twitter. I never jumped on the Twitter bandwagon and maybe I should have. I never really did either. It just wasn't for never me. Never got into it. But Reddit, I actually like Reddit. I do like Reddit too. I like that there's a subreddit, which is if you don't know what Reddit is, it's basically like a thread or a channel for a specific thing. Yep. And I, I follow all kinds of things from video editing to marketing to all. Yeah. And it's what I like about it is it's this style of conversation. It's a forum, but it's people. And if you've been on there for a while, there's jokes that it go is, unnoticed. Like, yeah, it is oh my goodness, gold, it's comedy sure. gold. Yeah. And what's cool about that though, is it goes back to like authenticity. Right. If you want to flesh out an idea. Yeah. Reddit's a great place to take it because they yeah. will... They, they will, will not be your mom. No. They will not be nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If it's a dumb idea, you will you know You will about know it. by the end of the hour. <laughs> and if it's a great idea, you may or may not have it stolen. Yeah, exactly. So be careful. Be careful. Yeah. But Reddit really can help you kind of perfect both your marketing and the products that you market. Yeah. And it's honestly just a great community. It seems like the people in Reddit, they'll definitely kind of joke and oh they'll bust else. you down but they'll but it, pick you up too. but it seems like a solid community for yeah. sure i've never seen anybody be like hey that actually hit a vein with me and they'll be like oh well get over it <laughs> yeah i think that these are kind of the core trends that i wanted to cover today there's just so much you can do yeah as it pertains to social media i agree 71 percent of consumers who have had a positive experience with a brand on social media are likely to recommend the brand to their friends and family 100 percent if I like something you posted on social, I'm telling somebody about it. Yep. So it's like these trends we talked about today, mm -hmm. figure one of them out, whatever it is, whatever speaks to you. If, if it's audio, think about clubhouse, think about podcasting. If it's yeah. video, think about the video is easy in the yeah. sense that if you're going to do YouTube, you might as well do TikTok and Instagram. And every, if you're going to yeah. do Instagram, you might as well do YouTube. And mm -hmm. it's like... Once you've and done video, it works content. everywhere. So yeah. it's like pick the content you like. If it's live streaming, do live streaming. Yeah. Obviously, the VR and AR is a little bit more in-depth. It's a little and, more you know, technical. technical. Yeah. But that stuff is really cool too. You're probably going to need to go search for somebody to help with those. If You won't have to. Yeah, but exactly. You might. John, you ready for a business growth hack? I am. Oh, sounds. Be trendy. Yep. Come up with a social media calendar, guys. That is, yep. we've talked about this a thousand times and I will never stop talking about it. No. An editorial calendar is so important. So important. I've had several conversations this week alone with businesses, large and small, and even large municipalities yeah. that have got events that happen all year long mm -hmm. and they still struggle with getting social media content out on time when they're supposed to. Yeah. And that's a problem. There's an easy way to fix that. Mm -hmm. Create that social media calendar. Oh, yeah. You'll know what to post, when to post it. You'll yep. know what kind of content to create. Yep. It will help take out a little bit of the... Guesswork. Uh, the guesswork, the scariness, the intimidation factor of producing content. If yeah. you want to write a podcast, or sorry, record a podcast, if you want to write a blog, if you want to mm -hmm. record a video, if it's on the calendar, it makes it a hell of a lot easier to put it out there. Yeah. Great example. Mm -hmm. We release podcast episodes every Monday. Yes, we do. And sometime two weeks ago, yep, we ran out of episodes. Yep. We are typically very, very good about being in the studio every single week, once to twice a week to record episodes yep. together. But there was a few week period with Thanksgiving yep. where we got behind. A little bit. And so <laughs> we had to come in here last minute uh -huh. and knock out an episode. And we yep. killed it. You guys didn't know. And you if made you it did, happen. just don't tell me. But, just don't tell me. <laughs> but we made it happen. 
And the reason why we were able to stick to that is because we had that calendar. Oh, yeah. We knew mm -hmm. that we had to put episodes out every Monday. Oh, yeah. And we weren't going to allow ourselves to miss that deadline. No. that Because was yeah. we stick to our what we commit to. Yeah. Right? So when you put it down on a you know, paper, when you put a plan together. Put it down. Yeah, when you put it down. It's a lot easier to stick to it. If you need to talk to a social media expert, Beefy Marketing is has one a, of them. We got some. We got some social media experts here. We do. Kara, Rosie, probably everybody on our team has some level some, of social I media mean, expertise. Yeah. If it, John, yeah. all of all of us do. I think so. I don't feel like I'm an expert. I probably know more than most local businesses that need help with that. I would say so too. And for everything else, I can go ask Kara. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> why you need a Kara, okay? That's why you need a Kara. Make sure you guys check us out, beefymarketing.com. Shameless plug today. Oh, yeah. If you need help with your marketing, if you need some extra support with your website, your social media, AR, VR, videos, podcasts, we are your team. We're located out in Tomball, Texas, but we have clients all over the country, and we love being a resource to you guys every week. John, I will see you, buddy. See you next week. Next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Growth Hacks podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. To get more marketing tips and tricks, follow Beefy Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. And to take your business to the next level, check out our website at www.beefymarketing.com.